0: welcome to inside today's country the show that gets the real stories from today's country stars stories you haven't heard anywhere else your host is tim black tim has been on the radio interviewing the biggest stars in the business and discovering new talent for more than 20 years and now in his very own podcast are you ready let's go inside today's country this week on Inside Today's Country, we meet up with Matt Martin from Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario. Matt's new single called Passenger Seat is out now, and it all stems from a road trip he took to California many years ago. I asked Matt who his influences are in country music, and he said the first CDs he ever bought were...
1: A Rascal Flatts album, a Dirks Bentley album, and a Keith Urban album.
0: We go Inside Today's Country with Matt Martin and special guest, his dog Banjo, next... Well, welcome to another edition of Inside Today's Country, where we get an opportunity to chat with new and upcoming stars uh, in the country music world, and uh, this time we go to KW, which is uh, the Kitchener-Waterloo area of Ontario, Canada, and we meet up with uh, Matt Martin and his condo with really, really high ceilings. <laughs> hi Tim how are you my friend welcome to the podcast thank you very much great to be here excellent well let's uh let's find out a little bit about you I got a chance to uh hear your new music and we'll talk about that for you in just a sec but uh how did uh, how did you get started in the country music world Matt
1: well it's it's an interesting story I actually grew up on a farm um a 200 acre dairy farm but was not really didn't have any major influences in the country music space so it wasn't until I was about um 20. I had, I had learned guitar when I was 14. I played rock music at the high school band um, and uh, finally was introduced to country music in, in a deeper way through some, some new friends. And uh, as soon as that happened, um, I had moved off the farm by that point. And I think there was just something about being a songwriter with that country background um, that immediately pulled me in. And from that point forward, as soon anytime I sat down to write a song, I noticed it was coming out as country, mm-hmm. and uh, so that that was the turning point around age age twenty uh, yeah. into country music, and then uh, really only about a few years ago um, that i really dove into to performing more and and putting music out there to the world.
0: Nice. Now, who are some of your influences? It's
1: funny by chance how it happened. I literally picked up albums mm-hmm. in the in the um, in the store. <laughs> Long story short, yeah. and I ended up with um, a Rascal Flatts album a Dirks Bentley album and a Keith Urban album. Wow. And okay. Those were the albums that I listened to probably around the 2004, 2005. And What drew you to those guys? Literally that was by chance. <laughs> so <laughs> I found out I liked them by, by listening to them and the fact that I continued to listen to, to all of their albums mm-hmm. uh, for that first year or two. Right. Um, but literally it was by chance. I had a little extra money to spend and I was on a, a deadline to get out of the mall. And I ran into the, the store and picked up three albums because at that point I knew I wanted to dig into country music a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I literally did not know who those guys were. That's how random it was. Wow.
0: And, and what were your first impressions uh, after you got a chance to listen to all three of those guys?
1: Um, I, I remember Dirks Bentley. I loved that rasp that he had to his voice. Mm-hmm. And, and funny enough, this many years later, without intending to, I've had multiple people at times Say some of my music or my voice reminds reminds uh, them of him. Mm-hmm. But um, besides that, it, it's the story, it's the storytelling and the the simple details that get pulled out um, that I think pulled me in right away. I love I love the old stories. There's some of those uh, songs on Rascal Flats. I remember later in the album that that do just such a great, beautiful job of of telling stories from far in the past, and mm-hmm. and that was a new experience for me
0: this is a, a big undertaking to be a, a you know, a, a new artist and get out there. And what was that experience like for you?
1: It's been a great experience. Um, I was telling you earlier, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur as well. And so for me, I think the biggest challenge with and you know, which has also to do with why it took so long for me to actually dive in and give this a shot was that I was also, you know, the leader of a team running a, a small business here. Mm-hmm. And I was always afraid of, of overcommitting, putting myself out there, and you know, I think always oh, the, the classic fear of, of failure, mm-hmm. but also how that would look to my team, and 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 whether I, it would look like I was less committed to the business I was running. Mm-hmm. And so, finally, getting to that point where I overcame that, put myself out there, and started doing that, um, it was a really relief, and it's been a huge, incredible journey. Um, mm-hmm to see how many people are willing to help along the way. A lot of the other independent artists or people in the industry that are willing to help. Um, It's been a ton of fun.
0: Uh, What's some of the great advice you've gotten?
1: You know, it's interesting. It probably has to do with people kind of highlighting the fact that I do come with a business background and a a marketing background, digital marketing at that, and and recommending that I really take advantage of that. Um, I think some of the struggles that, that artists have as independent artists is is um, artists don't always have that time management <laughs> business mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and there can be a lot of challenges that come up there. So taking the bull by the horns and, and doing everything on, on my own as far as I can to develop um, my music and my brand as, as a business um, to get it to a point where it, it's sort of a proven working thing that others could come along then and, and give an extra boost to when the time is right.
0: Sounds like you got some work going on in the house there.
1: You know what? Give me a second and I'm going to take this bone away from my dog.
0: <laughs> is that what it is?
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> of course he was laying down right beside me on a hard floor and he has this heavy, hard plastic, fake oh, bone. What kind of dog He's do you have? He's almost five months old. Okay. Banjo is his name. Nice. And, uh, Banjo is his name and And... Uh, He's a border collie, mostly border collie with a little bit of sheltie collie in him.
0: Right on, they're always fun to have. Uh, five five months old.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: How's that so, going for
1: you? Good. I mean, pe- people joke about um, those of us who got a puppy during COVID, and uh, <laughs> several people yes. did. That did happen. Um, But it's not a brand new thing for me. I, like like I said, I grew up in the country and we actually, my family bred Labrador Retrievers. Oh, wow. Um, So I was, I'm very familiar with dogs. I just had chose not to have a dog yet. Being an entrepreneur, being very busy and being in the city, I was not used to having indoor dogs. Right. Uh, So This is a a new experience and there's definitely been some learning curves, but he's been a, a, a great dog and better than I expected. I expected more damage. But we'll, we'll see. I should knock on wood because and, he's still young. And how did you <laughs>
0: and how did you come up with the name Banjo? Uh,
1: funny enough, it was my girlfriend's uh, nephew. She just happened to be talking to them and mm-hmm. and mentioned we're getting a puppy, and they all decided to throw out names, and one of them said Banjo, and we decided that's that's perfect. That's we awesome. Love the name. Of course, I'm in country music, so that's uh, fitting.
0: Excellent. Let's talk about your new single. It is out now, and the title of it is.
1: Passenger seat.
0: All right. So you're in a passenger seat somewhere. There's a story here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, in terms of how the song came to be, it was pretty cool how it turned around really quickly. I was actually in a – I've done a few writing trips to Nashville in the last couple of years. This February, right before COVID hit, I was down there uh, writing with a bunch of artists. And this one I wrote with Chris Buck, another Canadian country artist. And we were sitting in the room together. And it was a beautiful day out w- and I had written a few songs already that week that were a little s- on the slower side. So I said, you know what, I'm ready for another upbeat song and we were playing around for a bit. Nothing was coming to us. So finally he said, all right, if you were to write a smash hit, what were the chords you would play? And oh, feeling kind of embarrassed, I just sort of hit probably the classic C G D chords. All right? All right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, with a bit of, a bit of energy, uh, bar chords and, uh, and instantly, this song started coming together. And of course, we talked through it a bit, and I can tell you a bit more about the background. But really, this song wrote itself within 45 minutes to an hour. Um, came together very quickly. And for me, um, you know, there's this song does talk about California or southern back roads. I, I've done a ton of of road trips over the years, and I have actually done a road trip in California as well. Flew mm-hmm. out there and did a 10 day road trip with some friends. And there's just this this Beautiful memories that always come back to me, um, that always draw me back out to the road, the chance to just go for a drive, have the windows down, have the music cranked. And in particular, I had a a Jeep Wrangler for quite a few years. Oh, right on. So that feeling of the top open, especially under the stars in the summer, is, is something I'm always drawn back to.
0: That's a magical thing going down to California and just kind of, you know, getting on the roads there. I mean, yes, we can do that here in Canada. I mean, we have great, you know, uh, a great country to tour here, but there is something magical about going down
1: there. It really is. It's it's, you know, I did a lot of other road trips as well, but that's one that I'll always that will always stick out to me. Hmm. Um basically, we did a San Francisco, uh, drove out to Yosemite. Okay. So in inland Yosemite National Park in the mountains, did some hiking there, camping. Then we drove down through the sequoias. So seeing those massive ancient trees and then uh, down to the desert um, to Joshua Tree National Park, then into LA and then up the highway, the coastal highway back up to San Francisco. So the amount of things, the amount of different landscapes, beautiful landscapes that you see in such a short period of time is incredible.
0: What are the experiences that you're drawing from for writing your songs when you're down in Nashville?
1: Um, I I definitely try to write from experience Um, this past trip was was any of the personal stuff I was going through that can be relationship um, past relationship Um, but I'm also I've definitely found in the last last couple years that I'm also drawn to you know not focusing only on the heavy stuff but just enjoying writing some fun simple stuff as well you know there's a lot of guys like Old, Old Dominion, for example, is a band that I've really come to appreciate over the last while, and I just enjoy that up, upbeat, fun stuff. And that's an example of what you know, passenger seat is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just something that people can you know, enjoy listening to, have fun to, but not overthink.
0: Yeah, and we can all relate to being in the passenger seat because there's a, you know, there's a, a different view of life when you get sitting in that seat. Not necessarily being behind the wheel, you see different things.
1: Yeah, totally. You know, that that reminds me of. Like I said, having a Jeep for a long time, I was off in the driver's seat and I was in the back seat at the time. But coming home from a cottage, I let a friend drive and we had the top down. It was at night and I remember laying in the back. We had the music cranked and how cool of a different perspective it was And to think that I've had all those years, all those experiences in that Jeep and just that one time all of a sudden to sit in a different spot mm-hmm. for a couple of hours uh, was such an incredible experience.
0: How have you been dealing with uh, quarantine, COVID nineteen, as an artist who's trying to, you know, get into this? Uh, what you know, tips, tricks have you been doing to to keep yourself busy?
1: Well, I mean, funny enough, <laughs> as timing had it, I did take a step back, a break from my from from leading my company right before COVID hit. Okay. So I was actually taking a six month sabbatical in order to. Uh, take a new perspective, uh, focus on my music. And that was as of February 1. So like I said, I, I did go down. Luckily, I got to go down to Nashville before this all hit, um, got a vacation. And and then when I came back, especially those next two months, March, April, my intention was to write. And uh, for me, I've been lucky. Uh, like I said to you earlier, you made the joke about the high ceilings in my condo. Yeah, I've been lucky enough to have just moved into a condo, even though I'm in the in the city here. It's got high ceilings, It's it's it got some character to it, lots of light coming in, and so I, I'm lucky to say, given the fact that I don't have a backyard, um, I don't get bored in this condo space, which could very easily be the opposite. It's it's inspiring, it's bright. Um, and so yeah, I would say once, once that ran its course for a while, all that to say that's what I intended to do, so I wasn't really thrown off guard too much for the first little while. Mm-hmm. Um, just making sure I took time. I've taken time to get outside um, yeah. and even starting to create a little more routine. So getting out into the country, luckily my family lives out in the countryside. Uh, nice. And my girlfriend does have a, her family has a cottage further up North along the Bruce Peninsula, which is a oh yeah,
0: beautiful area. part of the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you would know that area. Uh, yeah. I know that yeah.
0: I'd been up there. That's a, uh, that's a lovely part of the area. What was Nashville like for you when you went down there? I mean, this is uh, a question that I do ask a lot of new artists. But it, it's always interesting to see everybody's different perspectives when they go down there for the first time.
1: Sure, yeah. Um, I'm Trying to think how many times I've been down. now. I'm <laughs> gonna get four four times now. Right.
0: I'd and hanging out with that. Chris Buck
1: is a pretty good deal too. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. He's a yeah. lot of fun. I've hung out with him a few times down there. Um, I think that the first time was was definitely the the shock. You know, I, I had a couple rights lined up, but other than that, I, I I I actually took a road trip down with a friend that time. Uh, he had not been either so just experiencing broadway and and how many country bars there are there and 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 music going from morning till night um was just a a crazy experience and you know almost felt like a hangover in and of itself by the time i got home from a week of that right um but uh but then since then it's been very very cool to just get settled in and enjoy different parts of the town meet more people and realize how quickly it feels like a A small town you know some of those midtown bars where you Mm -hmm. can go to um, uh, whiskey jam that sort of thing and run into artists that are already successful or that you know are up and coming and well on their way Mm -hmm. Um, industry people i've been meeting a lot of people over and over again and it it just feels like a small world down there and very welcoming
0: excellent matt what's the uh, one thing you've learned uh, over the last while that you would pass on to uh, others
1: I'd say, especially in this last half year, the biggest thing that, that I have learned um, that I feel is very important is to come from an authentic place when you're writing your music. I mean, no matter what, you've got to have a dream if you're gonna chase it, right, and, and stay committed to it. So that's a big, a big part of it too. You've gotta to be committed to going through the ups and downs and the, the uncertainties of what other people think about uh, your music or whether you're going to be successful or not. Mm-hmm. So you need to have a dream, you need to be committed. But also working on your your writing, you know you can always use other people's songs as well, but working on your writing so that you become closer and closer and more in tune with your music and your authentic self, your own voice, mm-hmm. I, I think is massive. That's what's going to make you stick out. That's what's going to going to draw fans to you. Excellent. and that's an ongoing journey. It takes a lot of work.
0: That's a very deep thought, my friend. Well done. <laughs> thank you that's a very deep thought uh, the new song is called Passenger Seat uh, Matt where do people find you online obviously you're a digital guy so you're going to have a great online presence I guess
1: <laughs> I, I hope so I'm sure it could be better but uh, you can find me on my website at Matt, mattmartincountry.com okay and uh, same thing for Instagram is the main social platform I use to, to post content regularly that is at Matt Martin Country and facebook as well facebook.com slash matt martin country
0: excellent matt congratulations on your new single uh we'll let you give your uh the bone back to banjo there so he can go and uh, continue to gnaw <laughs> out there i want to you want to <laughs> deny a puppy a, a bone
1: you do not no not at all <laughs> yeah, Matt, good-, chewing on something else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good luck to you my friend
1: thanks very much tim Thanks for listening to Inside Today's Country
0: with Tim Black. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This has been a Tim Black on Air.com production.